Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Uh, very sorry that I'm coming on late tonight, uh, just by a couple of minutes. I was just sending out an email because uh, Odin's Movie Blog might start getting some movies to review. Uh, so hopefully everything goes through. I was just sending an email um, out really quickly, and so I will keep you guys, of course, abreast and updated with all of those things. And also, I found out from my wife that I have a package that was sent to my old house uh, from someone who has not been around in a while, uh, Mr. Sensei Mike. So I don't know what the package is um, or what's going on because, again, I haven't heard from Sensei Mike in months. And I, you know, I've tried to reach out, and obviously he's always welcome on the channel anytime. But, uh, yeah, cannot wait to see what is in the package and what's going on? Because I have not heard from him in a very long time. So if anyone has in contact with Sensei Mike, uh, tell him I say hey. And I, I don't know what's in the package, but it's it's that address is no longer uh, a direct address. So luckily, we're friends with the people that are in there. Uh, but of course, <laughs> I don't want people sending their stuff over there because it's not coming to me. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, howdy, Odin, how's it going? Question, if this is a consular ship, where is the ambassador? That's a great question. That is the great question. <laughs> I get I get what you're going down. I get what you're throwing down there, bruv. I get you. I hear you. Hi, everyone. What's going on? Soul Assassin, what's going on? James Harrell, Blake Hemlow, Venom Broly, Robert Frey, Bruce, Tina is here also. Uh, we got Alice McCarthy, Jennifer G, the CJH, uh, Lorenzo, who? We got the Senate here as well. Mad Mitch, Humphrey Bear, Peter Sharon. Uh, Serbian Terminator says, did you see It Chapter 2 yet? I have not seen It Chapter 2 yet. It is on my to-do list of things to do. I've heard great things about it. Mark Lazerth here. What's going on, Mark Lazerth? Coming over here from the Nerdrotic Land. Thank you so much for stopping by. I appreciate it. Mikey Martinez, what is going on? How are you? Soul Assassin, not sure if I got you yet. Got a lot of people in here, as always. Going to try and always reach out to as many people as I possibly can. Super Anime Gamer says, Hey, how are you doing, good sir? I'm doing just fine. Hope you are doing fine as well. Ungoliant of Avatar says, Ray uses Force Lightning now. Good Lord, does she really? Is this news? Is this? <laughs> are there new photos? Is there new footage that's showing her use Force Lightning? Good Lord. I, I, I feel like we're never going to have an end to all of the amazing things that somehow or another Ray can just magically do without any training whatsoever. We got our D-Live fam over there as well. We got Captain Mr. Roy. We got Captain K-Man. We got Captain Dean Heiss, who says, Ahoy, Odin, how's it going? We got Biffy Tannen. What's going on, bruv, over there on the D-Live fam? What's going on? See, we got Mark Lavorse, uh, Mark Mark Lather saying, when will you duet Danny Boy with Doomcock? Make it happen. Danny Boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Hey, I'm always down uh, to do some stuff with Doomcock. Doomcock's a busy man, though, and Doomcock likes to stream for hours and hours on end, hours that I don't have. Uh, <laughs> but I'm always down for it, man. I would love for us to join forces. When Odin and, of course, the next ruler of the world come together, it's going to be magic, and I'm looking forward to it. I hope it happens. I hope it happens, but I think it's mostly a scheduling thing at this point, because we were we were supposed to at one point, I think, because I want to say we were, we were planning it at some point, just like me and Anna have been planning for a long time now to have streams, but of course, uh, for very good reason, she's had a lot of other more important things going on lately, right? Um, what's in the box? Peter Sharon says, what's in the box? I don't know what's in the box. I was just surprised. I was like, <laughs> my wife comes in saying, do you know someone named Sensei Mike? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I know Sensei Mike. Sensei Mike used to be the one that dropped bombs every five seconds on the channel. Uh, but again, he's he's welcome. Whether he's dropping bombs or not, he is always welcome. Again, I don't, I don't just give attention to people that give money. As many people in the chat know, as long as you are an active member of the chat, of the channel, 
and you know how to contact me by putting Odin question, I don't, I don't care how much you give it to the channel or how little you give it to the channel because your time is precious. Drunk3PO, thank you for the $5 donation, man. I appreciate you. You're awesome. It says, much love to a great person and a wonderful supporter. Well, Drunk3PO, thank you so much, man. Please make sure you sub to Drunk3PO's channel and make sure you support him on Patreon. All the money that you support over on Patreon goes to support his work of helping kids in the world who need it. And to me, it is such an amazing undertaking that he's going through. And to see the videos and just the smiles and everything that he's doing over there is freaking amazing. So Drunk Rubio is not only the most handsome man on the internet, but also he is just the most badass as well. So huge shout out to you, good sir, Drunk 3PO. I love you, man. It was great having you on Friday Night Tights the other day. Can't wait to have you on again, man, because you are fantastic. Dark Detective says, what do you think the total worldwide gross for Joker will be? It's going to be under a billion. And some people might think that that's not based in reality. However, when you look at every other film this year that's not Disney, no non-Disney film has broken the billion-dollar mark except for Sony Spider-Man. And Sony Spider-Man specifically was in conjunction and, of course, in union with Disney. Again, it relied on Disney's characters. It relied on the MCU to do as well as it did. And so, therefore, with that in mind, there seems to be a cap of it not being able to, again, just based off of the current history of 2019, break that billion-dollar mark. So what do I think it's going to make? I think between five and $800 million is likely the range of what that film's going to make, and I base that off of a couple of things. One, just the basic box office for this year, and secondly, Logan, specifically Logan. The reason why Logan is the one that I go to is because Logan, to me, has the most... I feel like Logan feels the most of what this film is going to be like, where, yes, it has a superhero in it, right? It has a hero's story. It has a comic book story in it, but it's a little bit lower on the budget end of side, you know, end, end of things. And also, too, it is going to be more of a just good film rather than just being a superhero film. Logan is one of my favorite superhero films because it's not like your standard movie. But the film itself made around $619 million worldwide. That's talking about Logan there. And so I think the six hundred dollars to $800 million range seems to be the most likely case. And it's going to be interesting to see what that opening weekend is going to be. It sucks that the movie's already come out in certain locations, though. I'm really sick and tired of hearing people review it without having to be able to see it myself. Because I really do want to see it. It looks like it's going to be good. I, of course, have my reservations, but overall, I would say there's a lot more to look into and look forward to than anything else. Nostalgia Network says, what's Disney's box office looking like? Holy crap, man. Let me tell you. Disney's box office has been insane. It was the highest grossing studio of 2019 to no one's surprise. But what is crazy is the fact that if you take out Spider-Man Far From Home, no other studio even comes close. So overall, just domestically speaking, just domestically, Disney made like over $2 billion this year domestically. When you take into account Sony is the next second place uh, studio. The problem with that, though, or rather, yes, no, no, sorry. Sony, of course, would be there. Uh, you know, Sony, Sony is the second place. Sorry, yes. Yeah, so, so sorry about that. Sony is the second place studio, but then when you take out Spider-Man, it just drops. Spider-Man accounts for half of Sony's total earnings this year. And then, of course, you've got things like Warner, Warner Brothers Universal. So, Things have just not been performing well at all. And some people might say, oh, it's because they're not giving out good movies. There's been plenty of good movies that came out this year. The problem, of course, is just with the saturation in the market by Disney. It's driving other things away. And it's driving down competition, in my opinion. Blue Jay, what is going on, good sir? He says, hola, Odin, what's going on? That's a new name in here. What's going on? Thank you, Tina, for letting them know how to get in contact with me. Senate says, how's the class going, my lord? The class is going fine. There, we got some good students over at this school. I appreciate 
Uh, they're very willing to open and share. We had some good discussions, uh, like we normally do. But it's just amazing to me because uh, junior year especially is that year where some students start to open up just a little bit more. And we are talking about moral issues. And sometimes we have just very, I think, important discussions. You know, some students in there are very much like, I don't want to talk about this. Tension, tension. I don't like the fact that they're, you know, we're talking about these things. But it's important that we do, right? It's important that we have these conversations because if we don't have these conversations now, then either they're never going to have the conversations or when they do, it'll be when they're in college. And, you know, it's going to be just hell on earth, <laughs> because we all know how bad college is these days. Uh, Christian Hamill, welcome, good sir. How is it going? Zoomed1975, what's going on, man? Pin drop. How's it going, good sir? Hyperin says, dude, watching Two Towers was freaking epic. Love the experience. That's right, Hyperin. Got to see Two Towers, just like you got to see Fellowship of the Ring on the big screen, extended edition. Man, I would love to see those movies in theaters again. Um, sadly, they were not playing near me, or no versions were playing near me that I could see. So I'm definitely very jealous of you, good sir. So congratulations to that. Congratulations indeed. Congratulations. All right, let's see what we got going on over here. We got some, we got some, uh, it's popping in the chat tonight. Drake Tafoya, all I saw was Odin. Thank you for these streams. Thank you, Drake, for stopping by, man. I appreciate it. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but for those that are here, you're awesome. Over on DLive for a second, Captain Dean Heiss says, with the subscribe star box, now you got two boxes to wonder about. Oh my gosh, there's now two boxes over there? I can't handle any more boxes over on Subscribestar. Are you kidding me, man? I've got another subscriber and another box? No, I just got one box. <laughs> I, st- I still just got one box over there. <laughs> I did lose I did lose a couple people, it looks like, sadly. Uh, that makes me sad. Uh, we lost Andreas and Texas Kayla. I'm very sorry to hear that. Uh, one person deleted their account, so I'm wondering if something happened on their end, because, you know, sometimes things happen. And again, no ill will here. None, no ill will at all. Uh, so what what box are you talking about, Dean Heiss? Uh, Baby Tannin says, have you seen Bree, Bree's new interview from Tiff? She's on Mushrooms talking about getting to play a person. Wait, what? Brie Larson got on Mushrooms for an interview? That's something I wanted to see. <laughs> Captain Mr. Roy, thank you for the diamond donation. Captain Mr. Roy, thank you for the five ice cream donation. And Captain Darkstar57, my captain, oh, captain, thank you for the ice cream donation. I appreciate you. Dark Detective says, there's a new rumor, says Matt Reeves, is only casting a person of color for Catwoman. But it's um, but it's from Heroic Hollywood. We really aren't that trustworthy. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that's true or not, but it would not surprise me. Tina says, Ray also may be raising the dead or healing the sick. Yes, yes, because she has to, right? She has to. She has to be the one to defeat death, right? In fact, I bet the one thing missing from those Reddit leaks was that not only that Ben Solo, Ben Swolo dies, Kylo Ren dies, but then she brings him back from the dead because of love. How about that? The CJH says, ever since the Disney fraud story, I have been skeptical about their box office numbers. And I think that's a, definitely a justified thing. We don't have any proof yet that they have faked their box office numbers. I would say that the bigger story is what's going on with their relationship with China. Because I just smell something fishy. Let me tell you, something fishy indeed. Serbian Terminator says, I'm ashamed of myself. I don't have Alita on Blu-ray yet. That, that is really sad, man. What are you doing, man? Support our girl, Alita Battle Angel. I, I was giving away so many. I was giving away so many damn Blu-rays of that, man. Come on, man. Go out there. Don't wait for it to go on sale. Give it the support that it deserves. Blake Hamlow says, I saw on Twitter that Leia is going to finish race training in Episode Nine. That's the rumors right now. Uh, that was part of the Reddit leaks, is that uh, you're going to have something to that effect. I think what more likely is going to happen is based on what was revealed about what the uh, first scenes are going to be, it's going to be Luke training Leia. So getting that 
out of the way. But I think the bigger story there is actually who are they casting as? Who are they going to cast as the young Leia? Who are they going to cast as the young Luke? And are they then going to try and use that casting? Is it going to be big casting? Is it going to be casting that they're going to try and then make films in the future with, right? I could totally see them doing, oh, yeah, kill the past if you have to, but now we're going to milk the past for all it's worth. And now we're going to make old school movies. We're going to make movies right after the events of Return of the Jedi. And guess what? We're using the new young Luke and the new young Leia. I could totally see that happening. I could totally see them doing that. But because Leia would then receive training from Luke and that would now be a part of the canon, sure, Force Ghost Leia could come back, right? Because she's powerful in the Force randomly out of nowhere. Super says, I'm doing very well, thank you. Currently laughing hysterically because I was doing some homework and discovered the first page of one of my textbooks is a full page image of Rose Tico. No. Super. I know that Super's taking some uh, film courses. There is a textbook out there that has a full image of Rose Tico. Why is Rose Tico, I mean, I love my Rose Tico, don't get me wrong, but why is she on the page of any film book? That is silly. That makes no damn sense. Why is anything from The Last Jedi gonna be there, God? Uh, Hyphen says, only way we can beat uh, Dosney is if we don't give them our wallets. Ever since they threatened Tarantino with Hateful Eight in small theaters, they shouldn't deserve anything. I agree completely. I mean, Disney bullies theaters. This has been documented. Disney bullies theaters into having to release only their films. They can only have their films, especially if it's a smaller theater, they can only play Disney films at any given time. And of course, those are the deals that you make. And I understand that it's a business. But the problem that we have with this is the fact that by doing so, they're driving down competition. By doing so, they're limiting competition. And one of the main trademarks of capitalism is competition. So if capitalism, or rather, if if competition is not going to exist, if Disney's going to limit competition at every turn, and based on the box office, that definitely seems to be happening, that's when you got to go into the, oh, are there some laws being violated? Are there some possible antitrust laws being violated here? Because it seems like they're trying to drive out the competition by trying to control control the theaters, by saying, we won't give you our movie unless you put only our film. And again, the question needs to be asked. How do these things work, right? Captain Dean Heiss says, talking about the box from Sensei Mike. Oh, that box. Thank you, Dean Heiss. Yeah, sorry. You you know me, man. I'm, I'm all over the place. And so sometimes my mind's like, woo, going over my head. But yeah, now I've got another box to worry about, right? I honestly don't know what's in the box. Like, I, I mean, I love Sensei Mike. He's a cool dude. I have not heard from him in months, and now all of a sudden a package shows up at my old house. I don't know. <laughs> Should I be concerned? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> and Sensei Mike, if you're out there in the chat, if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you still listen in some way or fashion, uh, reach out to me, man. Let me know what's in the box <laughs> before I have anyone try and ship it. I don't want anyone to have to ship it, right? Uh, well, I probably had to. Do, I might have to end up going home sooner than I'd I'd like to to try and you know make sure I can pick that up because I don't want them hanging on to it because I feel bad. You know they shouldn't have to be dealing with that. Uh, Fan addicts of film, thank you much for the five dollars super chat, man. Uh, it says Disney's Lucasfilm. That's how we win: milking what we hate, fighting fans we should love. Mmm, yes, fan addicts of film. That is an excellent, excellent quote right there. So Disney Lucasfilm says that's how we win: milking what we hate. Fighting fans we should love. Of course, if anyone doesn't know that's a Rose Tico line, <laughs> well, then you've been blessed to not have to ever worry about Rose Tico and her lines. Grandmaster Yoda says, The leak says in the end she calls herself Rey, uh, Rey Skywalker standing at Luke's old home, and if it happens, Star Wars will make profit in theater after Episode 9. Wait, we'll never make profit in Episode No, no, no. I think there's a lot of things, right? 
I think there's a lot of problems there. And Drunk VBO, you did give everyone cookies because when you donate through Streamlabs, bonuses are sent out. Bonuses, extra bonuses are sent out more so than not over Super Chats because obviously I think that Streamlabs is better. But Fan Axe Film, thank you for your donation. Drunk 3PO, thank you for your donation as well. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Bibby Tannen says, Odin, to paraphrase Jerry O'Connell's film studies teacher about his movie Stand By Me, Ray will be a Christ figure. <laughs> Stand By Me is a movie I need to see. I have yet to see Stand By Me. I know there's so many films that I need to see, uh, but that's one that <laughs> uh, John Flickinger goes after me for not seeing fans because he loves Stand By Me. It's like one of his all-time favorites, and uh, he, he is not going to let me live that one down. That's for damn sure. And I saw someone in the chat mention John Wick Chapter 3. Well, it does officially come out tomorrow, but because I pre-ordered mine a while back, boom, here it is. This is the exclusive steelbook from Best Buy. I have no idea if there's any copies left of this thing, but look at it. Look at that artwork, man. It's freaking beautiful. So this is the 4K limited edition steelbook series, uh, and it's freaking cool, man. So this is what came with uh, beforehand, I remember I said I got the special edition on uh, at Best Buy, so it came with the mini steelbook edition. So it's got the mini steelbook here, which came first with the digital code, and then it has this. So this actually comes with a, yeah, check it out. Look at that. Look at that. Look at how cool it is, right? Look at how cool that is. So it, it's supposed to come with the digital code as well, and so I'm, I will therefore have a digital code to give away at some point in time in the future. So look forward to that. Anyone that either likes it or has never seen it before. Can that steelbook stick to the magnet? Um, I'm not exactly sure because it's a steelbook, but like it's made of a different material. So it might stick to the magnet. I can test it out. I'm trying to, I'm, 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 un, I'm unpackaging it right. I'm, I'm unwrapping it right now for you guys. Let's see here. Oh yeah. Look at that. I love this freaking cross design, man. I tell you, look at that. That is freaking gorgeous. I can guarantee you, though, these are going to be selling a hell of a lot faster than the Captain Marvel Steelbooks, which are still out there. My boy JJ, right? Mobile Command. You know who you are. My boy JJ. He's been keeping me up to date with everything, man. He's been sending me pictures. There are still stacks and stacks of the Captain Marvel Steelbooks. No collectors are getting it, man. But this bad boy, I mean, this thing is going to go. So... I would show up, if you have not gotten your copy yet, I recommend getting one because it is going to go by pretty quickly, I would say. Also, this is such a limited edition, they've only made 35,000 copies. 35,000 copies of this bad boy. Look at that. Look at that. So it comes, of course, with the regular Blu-ray edition. It comes with the 4K disc also. And my edition is 34,955. Look at that, man. Ooh, that's really cool. I like that. I think that all Steelbooks should start to have this from now on. So again, limited edition, and then it gives me the actual number as well. So this is edition 34,955 out of 35,000 copies. That's pretty damn cool. Only 35,000 people will have this Steelbook. See, that's what we need to have. We need to have actual numbers, right? And I have the digital code uh, right here as well. Let me try and see. Oh, look at that. There's a little Lionsgate VIP. Download app and scan. What? That's like legit, man. I hope I'm able to give that code away, right? <laughs> but yeah, this is really cool. I like it a lot. For any John Wick fans, I would highly recommend it. It looks beautiful. Now I have steelbooks for every single movie uh, in the John Wick collection. It's pretty damn awesome. Uh, Dean Heiss says, Spiel- Steelbook was sold out locally. Had to drive 120 miles around trip to get it tomorrow. Damn, Dean Heiss. So Dean Heiss is already doing some research for us about how that steelbook is already hard to find. It reminds me a lot of the Elita steelbook, right? The Elita steelbook, though, didn't have any numbers. I wish that they had had numbers on them, right? So that way we could at least know what the actual limited edition is. I think it's really cool because obviously they know that 
you know, John Wick 3 is going to sell a lot of copies because it was a very popular film and it was a very wide release film. But it's really cool that they have the actual numbers on there. I wish more, again, as I said, and I'm going to keep on saying it, I wish that more movies would do that because then it kind of gives a little bit more credibility to it. It says, oh man, this only one, there's only 35,000 copies of this movie and I am one of those persons. Out of the millions of units that are going to sell, you know, only 35,000 are going to be that steelbook. I don't know. That's pretty cool. I like it a lot. Over up on DLive, man, uh, he says, Captain Darkstar says, what would be the best place to pick that up from? So this is a Best Buy exclusive. Uh, sometimes uh, sites like Zavi will get their own Steelbook editions too, uh, but supposedly this is a Best Buy exclusive, so you should only be able to pick this up from a Best Buy location. Uh, so you can check out BestBuy.com because you can check out online to see what stores have them. Uh, but according to one person, you got to go 120 miles in order to find it, right? Uh, Bot says, I'm late. Have you talked about It Chapter 2? I went last night, and I thought it was a little silly at, at times, but good. I have not seen it yet, so I have not talked about it uh, because I have not seen it. I'm going to try and see it when I can. But uh, a bunch of my students were telling me today that they saw it, and it was basically mixed. There were some that loved it, and there were some that hated it and thought it was boring because it is three hours long, and there's a lot of stuff in there that could have probably gotten cut. But that was the overall message of what I heard. And then Photo Guy says, it's a shame only John Wick 1 is the only non-upscaled 4K version in the trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that eventually, you're starting to see, like, every movie now is getting a 4K release. It's like the new hot thing, right? So eventually, you're going to get 4K, not just upscale, but you're going to get, like, legit 4K releases uh, for all of those movies. So I'm just happy to have the Steelbooks, right? Um, you know, I don't really feel the need at this point in time, at least, to get the 4Ks of 1 and 2. Uh, but I, I like this one a lot. I don't think, the, I don't think number 2 that I have is, is a 4K release. But uh, yeah, I'm really loving. The, I'm really loving these Best Buy Steelbooks, man. Like, and again, this one especially since it's very limited edition, probably because of the artwork. I imagine uh, it's pretty damn cool. So again, John Wick Chapter Three. Look at that steelbook. Look at that artwork. It's freaking gorgeous. Thirty-five thousand copies of this bad boy. See if there's any available near you, because they going quickly. All right, back to it. Uh, Fan Action Films says, "Are you excited for more Avatar movies? You know it, man. <laughs> you know how much I love Avatar." Man, some of the one of the best stories of all time is Avatar, let me tell you. Uh, Riot Kitty says, finally I've caught another Odin stream. I'm super glad. Riot Kitty, so glad to have you here. I always see you in other chats, so I'm so glad that you caught one of these. Appreciate it. As of course, you, know, you all know I'm far behind. I'm 7.09 in the chat, but it's 7.25 where I am, so you do the math on that one. Almost 20 minutes behind. Bruce says, you should have gotten the Destroy Captain Marvel Blu-ray. Okay, cool, Bruce. Um, I'll have to check my P.O. box uh, probably tomorrow. I didn't have time to check it today, but speaking of which... Um, for those that were not a part of our last stream, uh, Bruce sent me a Captain Marvel doll. And originally the plan was to give it to my dogs, but then I found out that the, the doll has got this, these beads in it, which are going to be toxic to my dogs. Uh, so yeah, and of course it's, it's, it's made in China. I do like this, uh, little thing. It says hand wash only dry naturally. <laughs> like I'm going to dry it, but now I get to throw that behind my back too, because she gets to be on the ground where she belongs. Uh, Serbian Terminator says, how many Stephen King books do you have? I have six so far. I'm not much of a book person. Uh, I'm not much of a book person, so I don't actually, I personally don't have any. Arthur Delanique says, you use OBS to stream. I'm for the last month, I've been trying to use the stream, but I have lag 30 seconds on YouTube and Twitch. Um, Arthur Delanique, yes, I use Streamlabs OBS specifically, which is basically OBS on steroids. If you're having buffering issues, what I recommend is this. Make sure your stream is set to 720p. Unless you're gaming, you don't need anything higher than that. And I would recommend that you play around with your, uh, your bitrate settings. I have mine set to 3,700, 3,700 bits per second, about 3.7 megabits per second. Because even though I have a 300 meg up, 300 meg down uh, download speed, 
for some reason, uh, not everyone's internet is created equal. And sometimes if you have a higher bitrate out, certain internet capacities cannot handle it. Even though they can change the resolution, that doesn't necessarily change the bitrate that they're receiving. And so 3700 has kind of been that uh, sweet spot. So hopefully that helps you, man. 70B says, want to talk to the Allfather? Do this. Damn right. Put Odin question. All one word, Odin question. It pops up orange, and I will read your comment on YouTube. If you're over on DLive, you know how it goes. We're a small but mighty community over on DLive. You just put at Odin at the beginning of your comments, and I'll be glad to read those. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, how about that? I'm watching an all-time awesome film, A New Hope. I thought so. <laughs> I thought that I caught that reference, and I assumed that you were watching it as such. Hypernext 13 says, Logan was awesome. I'm still skeptical about Joker, judging by how the IMDb rating is already 9.6, but half of them haven't seen the movie. Also seems overhyped. Well, I mean, I think most films nowadays are overhyped. And I think that the thing that we need to start doing is tempering our expectations and thinking, what is the question, you know, what is the film going to actually be, right? Is the film going to be a superhero film or is it going to be a good film that features a comic character? I think it's going to be more like that, right? I think it's going to be more like Logan where it's just a really solid, solidly made film. Some might even say Oscar bait film that features a comic character. But if it does it well, I'm okay with that. There are some that aren't okay with that. And I respect your opinion, but at the same time, I think that we should at least give them a chance. Zach Gregg says, we need to make a comic where the Joker kills Captain Whammon. Damn, well, that's pretty intense. I'm sure there's a comic already out there. Nicolas says, hey, Odin, will you be seeing and reviewing Knives Out? Please say yes. You're damn right, man. You are damn right. I'm not going to make sure, sh- I'm going to make sure none of my money goes to Ryan Johnson, but I will be, you know, allegedly, of course, but you're damn right I'll be reviewing it. Absolutely. Lorenzo Who says, I feel like current Star Wars is extremely dependent on Death Star-esque weapons compared to the rest of the franchise. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But also, none of those weapons should matter. Because remember, because of this is now canon, The Last Jedi has made it clear that hyperspace ramming is legitimate. And if hyperspace ramming is legitimate, then all you need to do is put any old droid into an X-Wing or any ship that goes light speed and have it just go right through whatever you're trying to destroy. It will save you time, it will save you money, and it'll save you human lives also, If you, of course, on your side. The other side, not so much, but seriously. The whole universe has been broken and it's been a complete waste of our time because apparently I could have just gotten in an X-Wing and gone hyperspace and then everything would have been fine. It's stupid. God, Last Jedi is such a terrible film. Man, oh man. Fan Axe Film says, James Mangold was supposed to start dis- directing Obi-Wan when they broke ground on Tatooine. Have you heard if it will be involved on the Obi-Wan series? So he's not going to be directing it. So we, we actually covered this a little bit last night, but I will bring it up again because I know that it's a topic of interest for a lot of people because there are some people that have some hope that there might be good Star Wars again. Uh, but last time uh, we updated, Stephen Daldry is is been pegged to direct this series, and he has kind of a, a mixed bag when it comes to his directing credits. So he's done both versions of Billy Elliot. He's also done The Hours, The Reader, and he did a terrible film called Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, one of the worst films I've seen in a long time. Cannot believe it got it was one of the lowest rated films to be nominated for an Oscar. It was in like the 40s or 50s from critics. Not to mention audiences, and yet it somehow got nominated for Best Picture. So one of the many reasons, one of the many examples of how we know the Oscars are complete trash. 
Uh, but yeah, nothing about James Mangold being involved in that so far. If James Mangold was directing it, I might actually have much more of an interest. All right, so the chat jumped on me like we knew that it would over on uh, over on YouTube. So we're at 716 in the chat. It's 731 where I am, which means I'm 15 minutes behind. So Super says, Sony has a metric ton of problems. So in my opinion, it makes sense. Spider-Man made up half their earnings, but it goes to show they may be, uh, they may be screwed without Disney. Exactly. Because... After Spider-Man Far From Home, the next highest grossing film they have is Venom that I can think of. Venom came out. No, wait. Maybe. No, maybe I'm in the wrong year with that one. But yeah, it's not doing well for them. CJH says, will you be doing a review for The Boys or have you already done that? I've not done one yet because I've only watched one episode and I'm kind of it's I'm dragging my feet on getting back into it, to be honest, because I know a lot of the stuff that they dealt with in the beginning is based in the comics. I just don't like it in 2019, especially. I'm just very tired, even though I know that it wasn't necessarily inspired by 2019 because I know that it was written before then. I, I just, I'm just so sick and tired of that storytelling. Soul says, what's this about Kristen Stewart wanting to be in Marvel? Yeah, so she, there's been a couple of things that's been said about that. So one thing that she said was that apparently she's been told that if she ever wants a chance in Marvel, she has to stop, quote unquote, holding her girlfriend's hand, which to me is the dumbest thing ever because there have been plenty of gay actors that have been involved with the MCU so far. So that's just a total cop out. The fact that in Endgame alone, you had a uh, a gay relationship front and center in like the first scene, you know, after the after the blip, as they call it later on, uh, that you have that happening. I mean, I don't know. I, I just think that's silly. I, I think that's completely ridiculous and just not based in reality, which makes sense because Kristen Stewart doesn't seem like she is fully based in reality either. I mean, this is the person that says that she can she can talk to, to she can talk to ghosts apparently. So <laughs> I don't really trust anything that she says. Um, but also, too, uh, I think that she's been uh, – someone has mentioned – I think Anthony Mackie was the one. Uh, Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon, has said that he would like for her to be a female Steve Rogers, a female Captain America, which I think no one, no one in their right mind would ever want that ever. Alex Martinez says she's on the front of a film book because Rose Tico is a strong wham and Odin. If you disagree, you're a sexist. Ree. Of course, Alex Martinez. Of course. Good, sir. Uh, then Super says Tico isn't the only one. They are also screen caps of The Last Jedi, Sad Boy Luke, Ray, and screen caps from Black Panther. And it's got tons from Moonlight and the only one Deacon's shot. It's kind of sad. Super Anime Gamer, burn that textbook. That is, if that if that's what they're putting in, they, see, this is why I hate modern day college, to be honest, because that is the new textbook. It used to be where they'd put actual classics, actual legitimately, objectively great films, but now all they're doing is putting in crap. Dear Lord, man, that's ridiculous. Let me know what section that's in. If that's like the intro section, that's terrible. Hybrid says, I'll be honest, I never watched the Rise of Skywalker D23 trailer until it played while Mom and I were watching Two Towers. I was face-palming. They're really making Star Wars look bad. You're damn right. Jace Dose says, Odin needs to ask, like, in 7, what's in the box? What's in the box? No, what's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Venom Broly 1993 says, did you watch the series Dark Crystal? Uh, I've talked about this already several times, uh, almost the last two, three shows, I got 10 minutes in, couldn't get through anymore. It's not because it's bad. It's just because I'm not 10. And I feel like it still feels like it's being made for kids. And I'm not trying to say that the original Dark Crystal is only for kids. But to me, with the 30 plus years that have gone by, the fact that the puppetry is still the exact same in every way. Again, I'm glad that they're still using puppets. But the fact that they couldn't even get the mouth mechanics to look better, not a good thing. 
I, I it was I could not get past it. The the words weren't even matching up completely. I couldn't get through it, and so I, I was not a fan of it so far. But again, I'm willing to give it. I'm willing to get uh, give it another shot at some point, right? Uh, Wandering Ranger TV, thank you for the six lemon donation. Dropping those six lemons, man. Thank you, I appreciate it. Bivy Tannen says Avatar is gonna be lit, and you know it. No, it's not Bivy Tannen. No, it's not. Uh, Captain Peabody, what's going on, man? Uh, I said, I would have to go a lot further than 120 miles to find a Best Buy. You're damn right about that. Australia doesn't really have any of those, right? Uh, Larry, to the Captain Larry. Captain Larry 2001, thank you for the ice cream donation. I appreciate you, bruv. Captain Dean Heist says, I'm hearing that every MCU and DC movie in 2020 will have a female director. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, man. I, de- I don't think that's true, but it could be. I don't think it is, but it could be. I don't know what other... I know Black Widow's coming out next year, and I'm not sure what other MCU films are coming out next year. Uh, but that would be fascinating if that were true. Captain Peabody says, There used to be a kid's TV show called What's in the Box? Imagine those kids all grown up watching Seven. Yeah, seriously. They'd be like, wait, like the show we used to watch? What's in the Box? Super Anime Gamer says, If you'd really like to see, I could probably send you pictures over email or Twitter. Absolutely, Super. Please send me pictures of that textbook, man. I got to find out what the hell's going on, what they're trying to teach you over there. I, I, I seriously got a lot of people saying, I want it. I want it. It's a pretty great steel book. Alex McCarthy says, I haven't seen it. John Wick three yet. I can't freaking wait to see it. Love the first two. Nice dude. Well, if, if, if it becomes eligible for the giveaway, man, Mad Mitch says, I ordered just the 4k version and supposed to be here tomorrow. Expect a digital code then boom, Mad Mitch, man, always giving up his digital code. Thank you so much for that. So it sounds like I'll have two versions of the film to give away. I will say this much. This one's definitely going to be a little bit true story. Touch my windscreen. Sorry about that. Uh, this one's a little bit different because it looks like you actually have to scan something. Uh, but I think that I think that the code itself is right below it. Um, but it is a little bit different, I think. But yeah, it's interesting because Lionsgate apparently is not going in, or at least with some of their titles, is not going into the movies anywhere. So it's actually the Lionsgate app itself, uh, which I find is a it's a bold choice. It is a bold choice to not do the you know the movies anywhere route. Just feel like it would be easier that way. But hey, what do I know, right? Stephanie B. Oh, hi, Stephanie B. How's it going? <laughs> Venom Broly says, of course, Avatar's story is good. It's the Pocahontas story. Exactly. It's completely unoriginal and ponytail sex. Need I say more? It's stupid. Michael Martinez says, someone sent you a Captain Marvel doll. That's funny. Yep. That was my boy, Bruce. Thank you again, man. Uh, Bruce says, I think I'll send you some voodoo pins for the doll. <laughs> well, I don't practice voodoo, Bruce, so... <laughs> Uh, Hardwick Bentho says, have you seen the trailer for The Lighthouse? Yes, I have, and it looks fascinating. It's a new horror movie with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson that's shot on unique cameras using black and white film and seems very Lovecraftian. Yeah, I like it a lot. The, the, the trailer, to me, is very unique, and to me, it's so different than the modern-day 2019 film, so I'm actually pretty excited to see it. I can't wait, I can't wait for it to come out. I think it's going to be good. I have high hopes. Mark Lizard says, Knives Out reviews will be more entertaining than the actual movie. Dude, they're already out. Speaking of another, again, uh, we have another film that we have reviews way too early for. So they're already going gaga over this. So Knives Out is the next Ryan Johnson film. It recently came out, I want to say, at a Canadian film festival. And already critics are lauding it as amazing. And in fact, one reviewer even said that it's great because it goes after white entitlement. Yes, a movie with mostly a white cast and a white director and a white writer apparently goes after white entitlement. Sure. (laughs) Do you hear what you're saying? 
Probably not. <laughs> Orville Nation, that's a new channel. Orville Nation. Thank you, man. Thank you for the $2 super chat. He says, great channel, Odin. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. We have a great we have a great community over here. It really is great. I love it. Uh, they usually send you emails when they are available to request. Oh, interesting. Cool. I'm just trying to figure out something real quick. Had a text from John. All right, anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. Hybrid says, "Oh, definitely, I agree, Odin. I'll give the movie a chance as long as it isn't woke. It'll be waiting. I'll be waiting for your review, my brother, because I trust your point of view ever since Endgame. Well, thank you very much, man. Yeah, I was definitely, man. I remember when Endgame first came out, and I remember that I was one of the only persons that was this movie is not good, and I got trash for it. I mean, the the comment section on my video, the likes to dislikes ratio." Uh, I was mentioning it on my box office videos. I was getting trounced. And I'm still, I still get trounced every now and then because of the hatred I show towards Disney over on Geeks and Gamers. So I think a lot of those people aren't actual Geeks and Gamers fans, but instead are just trolls that probably work for Disney. But it was interesting because all of a sudden, over the span of about a month, people started to watch it again and again. They started to think about things. And now there's like, I feel like everyone's on the anti-Endgame side, or at least a lot more than were before. And I know there's still a lot of people that were fans of Endgame. And again, I'm not going to try and take away your subjective enjoyment of the film, but it's amazing. It it truly is amazing that, you know, because I'm usually never that person. I'm usually with one group or another, right? But I felt like I was the only one, even with Gary, right? He even said, like, oh, I like parts of it. And then it wasn't until recently where he saw it for, like, the third time. He said, okay, this movie's terrible. And I'm like, thank you for waking up, man. I appreciate it. It's like it's great not to be alone anymore. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Matthew Goddard says, JJ broke canon by having Han Solo light speed through shields in Force Awakens. Yeah, absolutely, Matthew Goddard. That's another great point. That is another excellent point because that paved the way for the hyperspace ram that took place in The Last Jedi. So that's actually a very good point. Uh, Muriam Tokumbo says, do you usually post your movie reviews to this channel? It depends. If I'm able to get a movie review out very quickly where it's a brand new movie, I saw it opening night and I have a lot of things to say about it, I'll post it on the main channel. But I, I, I do post a lot of movie reviews over on the secondary channel, Welcome to Asgard, which I'm going to try and start getting up and running. So if I can get a deal going on with these different studios that I'm trying to email with behind the scenes, like these PR companies that send out uh, review units of films, if I can start getting that up and running, then I'll start to be able to do a lot more reviews over there. Uh, I would love to do a more in-depth review of this uh, Steelbook right here and also possibly even do a, like a Steelbook update because right now I still got all my stuff packed up because, again, we're moving in about four or five months because we're you know releasing and we're probably going to try and find our permanent home up here um, by then. But right now, like the biggest thing I have right now are a bunch of Steelbooks. So I would love to give like an, a, an update on my Steelbook collection because uh, there's some pretty cool stuff. Uh, that one just being one of them, I would say. Um, okay, I saw Outpost Dire, but let's see if the chat chat jumped on me again. And luckily, no comments were skipped. Outpost Dire says, hello there. Hello there, Outpost Dire. How's it going, good sir? Howard Bantho says, while Disney gets an inordinate amount of China's box office, don't forget that Warner Brothers Aquaman was a gigantic hit in China. Yes. And it was like the only one, right? And also that was the end of last year, not this year, right? So it makes you wonder, was there a change that happened or was it just no movies came out? I would argue saying that Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So uh, this is actually, uh, Alice McCarthy won this last night and I haven't packed it up yet, but I'm glad I still have it in front of me. So for example, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, right? This was a movie that 
theoretically should have made a billion dollars, and yet this film barely made four hundred million. So it really does make you wonder, like, what happened between last year and this year, where it seems like a lot of non-Disney films were doing well last year, and then this year, Disney saturated the market so much that nothing else could could get through. Uh, so it's really crazy to think about in a lot of ways. Blake Henlow says, uh, the Star Wars trilogy isn't canon, it's fan fiction made by idiots. I I know, that's why I really hope that at some point in time they, they lose the rights to it or they wake up. I doubt they're going to wake up, but, you know, it hurts to dream. Or rather, it helps to dream, right? Uh, over on DLAC, Captain Dean High says, Mecca did a video on it today. Cool. Bivy Tannen says, so this Ryan Johnson film is like a soy Wes Anderson flick. Finally, someone is taking those whites down a peg in a current year. I know, right? Finally, they're demonized the way they should be because they've never been demonized before. Uh, Captain Peabody says, I bet they even went as far as to use white paper. Those bastards, damn. <laughs> they had white actors with a white director with a white writer and they wrote it on white paper. Oh my God, the sexism will never end. <laughs> You're damn right, Peabody. <laughs> Uh, oh man, Pootie Pie is streaming. Good lord, everyone's gonna leave now. Pootie Pie is streaming over on D Live. It looks like he's playing some Dark Souls. I don't know if that's a a rerun or if it's live, but I just popped up over there. Um, Harwick Bentho says Warner Media, which owns Warner Brothers, now has a company wide inclusion writer. The first movie affected by the writer is Just Mercy, starring Brie Larson and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what that is. The inclusion writer was first announced in uh, September 2018 and was apparently due to the AT and T buyout. So, what do you mean by that? Uh, I'm I'm confused by that uh, inclusion writer. Uh, are you talking about saying that they have to be more inclusive? Because uh, Just Mercy has a really cool concept to it, just on its plot. And I like Michael B. Jordan, but then it's got Brie Larson in it. So, Super Anime Gamer says, but was the critics' score for Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close lower than Vice? Um, well, you see, Vice was a newer film, right? So it could have it could have beaten it at this point. I try and stay off Rotten Tomatoes, but I'll, I'll go on there for this one. Ah, ah, I don't miss you at all. I don't miss you at all. You're evil. You're evil. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can pull up extremely loud and incredibly close. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, extremely loud and incredibly close was at a 46% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 61% audience score. And then Vice, because yeah, Vice, didn't Vice get nominated for Best Picture? Yeah, Vice is Vice was at 66%, 58%. So it may have been a low, uh, it was just a tad lower audience score. But yeah, extremely loud and incredibly close was at a 46%. It was rotten, and somehow it got nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. That's Stephen Daldry. That's Stephen Daldry, and he's taking over the Obi-Wan series. Yeah, we got nothing to be concerned about there, right? Nothing to be concerned about at all. Howard Bentho says, Alyssa Milano's debate with Ted Cruz over Dunk Control is scheduled for tomorrow, although it's unknown whether or not it will be broadcast or recorded. Wait, wait, that's actually happening? No, 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 no. That can't be happening. Oh, no, it, it better be recorded. If there's no evidence of it, then it didn't happen. It did not happen. And if she's gonna, if she, if her stipulation is gonna be it can't be recorded or filmed, she's already admitting defeat. Dear Lord, man, she's a coward if that's the case. Harper says, Thanks, dude, for the comment about Two Towers. I wish you could have the same theater experiences over there in Tennessee. You can request the classics here at my local one. It's awesome. Is it an AMC Classics? I have an AMC Classic. I just didn't know if that was the case. I'm guessing that because you can actually request that it's a smaller theater. So that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I wish we had one of those here. And and for all honesty, we probably could. I just I have not had the time to dedicate to film. I'm hoping that by the time uh, fall break, when fall break comes around, I'll have a week off from school, uh, which is really cool. And I, I know that I'm trying, I think my uh, uh, 
my grandmom's coming in. My uh, my wife's grandmom's coming in. Uh, she's my grandmom then, by extension. And she's awesome. So I think she's going to try and come in during that time period as well. So hopefully um, I can find some time to watch the movies, though. John Early says, which franchise is a worse, in a worse place right now, Star Trek or Star Wars Father? Star Wars. For sure, Star Wars. Star, Star Trek. Some might argue saying, well, yeah, but Star Trek, the fourth movie didn't happen. Yeah, but you know what? No Star Trek film lost money. One Star Wars film has lost money. It lost $200 million. It was called Solo Star Wars Story. So I'm going to go ahead and say Star Wars by that fact alone. It's very close because the fourth Star Trek movie is not happening, but not a single Star Trek movie lost money. 70B says, stop making fun of Brad Pitt. What's in the box? Orange Hat Review says, I have a theory about the upsurge in identity politics in Hollywood pushing narratives. Basically, they are doing so because of their hatred for orange man thoughts. Oh, no, no, no. I think that there's definitely a correlation to be made there. I mean, seriously, when is the connection? Like, seriously, when do we really clearly see this craziness go beyond what it is now? 2016. I, I've been saying that for a while, man. That's absolutely true. There is a direct correlation there. 2016 made people lose their freaking minds. They said, I'm going to leave this country if that man wins the presidency. And then he won. And then they're all still here. And so now they have to sit in their idiocy because they've been made the fool. These are the same people that were going on television saying, oh, he'll never win. <laughs> oh, he'll never win. And then he did. And so he made them all look like idiots and fools. And then he continues to make them look like idiots and fools because they can't hang with his type of politics. That's not me saying that it's a good thing. That's not me saying that I, I like the guy because you all know I didn't vote for him. And I, I don't plan on voting for him in 2016. And if you do, hey, more power to you. I, I support your right to vote. I support your right to choose the person that you want to choose. I just, I'm a different person. I'm a, I've always been a more independent-minded person, right? And it's funny because people will probably label me as an alt-right hateful person. You're, you're a pro-Trump guy. And like, not really. I like, I like a lot of things that he's doing. I think a lot of things that he does is funny. But just because I think things are funny or that some of the things he does are good doesn't mean that I think he's the best person for the job. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry to get on a, my soapbox for a second, but I believe in independent thought. I think it's important. We don't have enough. We don't have enough independent thinkers out there, unfortunately. Over on D Live, Baby Tan, I think for the two lemon donation. Captain Larry, two thousand one, just resubbed for one month and is now a two month sub streak. <laughs> Captain Larry, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Over on the D Live, dropping that one month sub. I thank you so much, man. Thank you for being a two month subscriber. You're awesome. Sub hype for sure. Absolutely. Bibby Tannen says, it started after Obama won his second term and I was a supporter of him at the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that you could easily like track it to that time too, but I would say things went off the rails completely in 2016. No question about it. K-Man is just dropping some bombs. So K-Man comes in. Captain K-Man. Captain K-Man comes in, drops five lemons, two ice cream, and one diamond. Thank you so much, Captain K-Man. You're freaking awesome, man. I appreciate you. Venom Broly 1993 over on YouTube says, Spoiler dude, it's a head in the box. I agree about Dark Crystal. The Muppets walking cold me, and it's very uh, mach- uh, man- machine. Villains are very bad. Good are very nice. Yeah, again, I, I just, I'm not really into it, really, to be honest. And yeah, I hope there's the, I hope, again, I'm kind of concerned. Again, when when I don't hear from somebody for months on end, and then a box shows up at my old house, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. 
Uh, Alice McCarthy says, Moss Eisley's spaceport, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. We must be cautious. Same can be said for Disney headquarters. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, man. Bruce says, my Blu-ray of John Wick 3 will be here Tuesday. I'll pass the code on to you as well for a giveaway. Thank you, Bruce. I appreciate it, man. Mad Mitch and Bruce dropping those codes, man. Mad- I, sometimes, like, Mad Mitch and Bruce, I feel like, are that team. Like, I, I know that they don't interact. Like, at least I don't ever see direct interaction. But I feel like they are, like, this dynamic duo. I really do. Bruce and Mad Mitch, man. They should form a team. The Shiado says, did the Captain Marvel toy, uh, chew toy survive the dogs? So it's the Shiado. I mentioned this beforehand. So the problem with the Captain Marvel toy is that there are little beads in that toy that could be toxic to my dogs, um, ch- choking hazard, uh, et cetera. So I have not given it to them, unfortunately. I, I wish that I could. I want to. Uh, but my dog's safety is a lot more important. <laughs> Hypernext13 says, you don't practice voodoo. You do not know the way. Voye, voye, atush, I spit, I spit at your direction. You do not know the way, Hyperin. I spit, putui, I spit in your directions, good sir. <laughs> Tina says, hey, stupid question, but isn't Ruin Johnson a white man? I know, oh my gosh, no, no, he's not. I thought that he was a person of color, just like I thought that Brie Larson was the first female actress ever to ever exist on the big screen. <laughs> Michael Martinez says the early reviews of For Knives Out don't even talk about the actual film. I know, dude. Like, seriously, if you want to see complete media bias, look no further than the Rotten Tomatoes critics, man. I tell you. I tell you this, my friend. I tell you this. When you talk about a message more so than the actual movie, it's not a good movie. 70B says we need a trivia night in October. Yeah, 70B. Think we'll definitely have to do that. Uh, and I think that that week that I'm off might be a good week to start it. Uh, so I know I know Tina has – we used to do trivia on the channel, and Tina did a great job of putting a lot of questions together. And we still – I still have the link to it somewhere. I know, I'm sure Tina can find it too. And so we'll definitely have to do – we'll have to do that. We'll have to tie it in with some giveaways too. Yes, 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 for sure. Sounds like a good time. I'm actually looking forward to October. A lot of fun things going to happen with it. A lot of fun things. A lot of fun things happening here. I don't know why I'm singing. All right, chat jumped. Uh, we're at 7:41 in the chat. Orange Review says, "I got a video in the works about Captain Marvel, a Captain Ooh, about CW Supergirl show shooting themselves in the foot repeatedly, watching it a total cringe fest, but it will be worth it in the end." Well, I think that what's going to hurt that show the most is the fact that in October it is going to be double booked with Batwoman. So on Sunday nights, I know what everyone's doing. You're going to watch Supergirl and then Batwoman, right? Yes, they're coming on right after each other. It's insane. Venom Broly 993 says, In Dark Crystal, I guessed at least four things that will happen easily three to five episodes before it happened. And then CGI and real puppets don't mix well. And there is some wokeness. Yeah, I don't know about the wokeness because obviously I haven't watched enough of it. But I, I could say the puppets weren't that, weren't that impressive to me. Again, I'm glad they kept with puppets. I'm glad that they kept practical. I appreciate that choice. They didn't do it well. Pete 972 says, hi, Odin, how's it going? I know this is off topic, but what books do you really like? Not much of a book person. I've had to go with modern books. I, I Ready Player One's a great book. Terrible movie, but great book. Uh, I would say if you're looking for Star Wars, uh, the original Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn is freaking fantastic. I can highly recommend that. Um, I have some nonfiction I can recommend, but I'm usually a nonfiction person more than, than fiction. Uh, favorite books of all time, though, I'd say uh, I would go with Ender's Game. 
Ender's Game is a freaking great book. Super Anime Gamer says, you called it. All the Last Jedi stuff is in the intro to film chapter. But I, oh, it's in the intro to film chapter. Uh, but I give credit, there is some Andy Circus, Del Toro, black and white stuff. So the author has some taste. Yeah, but when you have the Last Jedi in there, that, that takes away all your taste. That's the new intro to film. I remember I had an intro to film. I had a much older edition of, of intro to film. I think mine was a 2008 edition. Uh, so I'm sure that they've gone through. That's the other thing too. Textbooks are a freaking robbery. They rob you. They send out new editions like every couple of years and they change almost nothing. And it, it it's it's so sad. It's it's disgusting. The textbook industry itself should be ashamed because sometimes what they'll do is they'll make students have to buy everything. So let me see if I can try and find it actually. Let's see. Intro to film. Introduction to film is the one by, uh, edited by Jill Nelms. Let's see, I see Avatar in there. I don't know. Let's see. I saw Buena Vista, so there's a whole section dedicated to Disney. <laughs> uh, I don't think this one's it because it's mostly black and white in the beginning, which is what it should be. You should start off, to me, intro to film should start off with black and white. You should start off with the classics. That's how it should always be. Uh, Grandmaster says, Disney can't lose the right to Star Wars. They own it. Yeah, but what, what I meant by that is sell it, of course. Michael Martinez says, don't listen to people who trash you for giving an opinion. They don't deserve your attention. Yeah, I know, but you know me, man. I I, I listen to some people, right, because there are some people that will, will call me out, and they should call me out. Um, there are others that, of course, are idiots, but... Super Anime Gamer says, To be honest, that IndieWire review of Knives Out didn't surprise me one bit. The guy's a talented writer, but he's the same dude who connected Joker to incels and thinks Last Jedi is a masterpiece. Yeah, pretty much lost his credibility as a, as a movie reviewer, I would say. Grandma Studio says, I don't think Brie Larson will have a profit at the box office without Disney Guard. Again, I, I, I don't think any... Here's the thing. I don't think any movie will have a profit at the box office without Disney Guard. So that's not just a her thing. That that's a Disney thing. That's why again I think that Disney has a lot to a- answer for. Hibernate thirteen says Rotten Tomatoes is overrated. I want a fresh tomatoes site without shills. I agree, and that's one of the things I'm doing with my. I'm trying to do with uh, my site. It's a very simplistic site, and, and I know that I still have some updates to do. But I, also, I don't get a lot of traffic over there, so I only feel like it's worth putting the live scores like I have them on on the website when I've got enough people who've reviewed it. Um, but let's see. Currently, uh, the scores right now, because these are the only movies that I have scores for, the, the latest movie I have a score for is Far From Home, which had a 72 objective score, 70 subjective score, 71 total score. Rocket Man, interestingly enough, with a few reviews, 96 objective, 100 subjective, 98 uh, total score. Godzilla King the Monster, 76.7 objective, 74.5 subjective, 75.6 total score. And Aladdin, uh, 66.8 objective, 68 subjective, and 67.4 total score. So again, I, I have everything rated by objective and subjective. Uh, the objective score has multiple score breakdowns. You can find a link to that site in the description below the video. Again, it's very rough. It's very uh, <laughs> it's very low budget. It's a very low budget site because it's free. Uh, but I found a lot of really cool things to do with... Uh, interestingly enough, I, I use uh, Excel. I use Excel to be able to create uh, the live scores that actually update in real time. So talk about a workaround, right? Michael Martinez says, I've never seen Vice, and honestly, I don't have much interest. Neither do I. Neither do I. 
Uh, let's see. Alex, Mart- Alex McCarthy says, as much as I love Tom Hanks' movie, I mean, his distant cousin and favorite actor, extremely incredibly close, just don't do it for me. Yeah, he was in that movie and did not do it any justice. I do like him as an actor, though. You're, I, I totally agree with you there, for sure. Super Anime Gamer says, thanks for checking my J- thanks for checking my dude. Vice is one of the only movies in my life I have not finished, nor do I plan to. Couldn't take more than the first hour. I couldn't take more than the preview. When I found out they were doing a movie about Dick Cheney, I'm like, we've already been through this. You, you've not gone after Dick Cheney or George W. Bush enough? They were crucified for years. They were blamed every five seconds during the Obama administration. What more needs to be said? What more to be said? Like, they weren't great. <laughs> we know they weren't good people. No one in politics is. Good Lord. <laughs> Apollo Patriot says, have you seen the Joker interview? It was hilarious. And Joker said, uh, we'll not have a message in the movie. Jeremy needs to see the interview. No, I have not seen that, but I'm glad to hear it. I take his word over anything else. Hammer says, hi, Odin. Do you think Filoni and Favreau are a bit overrated? Filoni has never directed live action and Favreau movies are decent at best, in my opinion. Well, I think Favreau, when he's on, is fantastic. I think that Favreau has a very good vision. Even his bad movies, Lion King, bad movie, the effects, I'm, I'm going to admit, the effects are pretty brilliant. I don't think they work for what they're trying to do, but they look photorealistic. That lion looks like a lion. I mean, and that's pretty cool that they did that. Movie's not good. The movie's soulless completely. But yeah, and for Filoni, I mean, I've never really wanted Filoni to do live action because I know that his specialty is is animation, but he's done great animation work. I mean, this dude did... You know, six seasons of Clone Wars going on seven coming up soon. And then he did Rebels. And both were excellent shows with great arcs. Michael Martinez says, are you going to see Rambo Last Blood? I might have to wait till it's released on Blu-ray. Well, I need to see the other Rambos first. I've seen the first two. So I need to see the rest. And then I, I would like to see it. Uh, <laughs> like to, I think, is a very uh, broad term there. <laughs> All right, over on DLive, Captain K-Man says, Tomorrow I'll be sending my first package to Odin. Won't be as cool as Peabody's Vegemite, though. Well, Captain K-Man, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I always appreciate getting stuff in the P.O. box. It's fun. <laughs> I always do ask that if you can to tell, to tell me something's coming. That way I know that I'll, I'll have to check it on any given day. Uh, but it's sometimes fun to get those random surprises, too. Uh, Harvick Bentho says, The inclusion writer is a rule that all of Warner Brothers and HBO productions go to the extra mile to consider diversity and inclusion goals when staffing for physicians in front and behind the cameras. You can Google Warner Media unveils broad diversity. Okay, now, okay, Hardwick. I, I remember now, it was the name of uh, inclusion writer I, I wasn't quite getting, but that actually makes a lot of sense. I, I remember hearing about that when it first came out and criticizing it because that's so stupid. <laughs> How about you just hire the people that are best for the job? Like, seriously, when did we lose it that you don't hire the best person for any job? That doesn't make any sense. Like, in any job ever, you always hire the person that's most qualified. The only time you ever have to decide between someone's of different people of different genders, different races, is when you're down to two equally qualified candidates. And even then, it should be preferential because obviously you should have the right to do whatever it is that you want to do. But... No one should ever be chosen because of their race or gender. Because at that point, you're pandering. At that point, you're doing affirmative action. And at that point, you're not giving the person that's best for the job the job. Uh, Riff Magos, thank you for the Australian $5. Says, hello, Odin. Hope you're doing well. Your Australian PR machine is in full swing. A couple of people already have asked where I got my t-shirt from. Nice, dude. That's cool. Thank you, man. Look at that. 
Look at that. One of my Aussie brothers. Thank you so much for supporting the channel, man. <laughs> and I bet you were just like, oh, I got it from Odin's movie blog. Check out his YouTube channel. <laughs> Thank you, man. I really do appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, Blake Hamlo says, I think we can hurt Hollywood by voting with our wallets and support independent projects like mine, for example. Definitely independent projects. Absolutely independent projects, for sure. Uh, Orange Hat Review says, Alyssa Milano is a major hypocrite. She is ag- she's against objectifying women sexually. How did she make her fortune? Oh, right. Early career full of uh, full of sex scenes. Never complained about it either. Nope. That's because it's 2019, bruv. It's 2019 now, bruv. Howard Bentha says, Inclusion writers are essentially contractually enforced all affirmative action for show business. Frances McDormand is the one who got them to go mainstream with her Oscar speech. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that makes a lot more sense. I didn't watch that year's Oscars because, obviously, <laughs> it was woke as hell. And I actually really wanted Frances McDormand to win because she was great in that role. But uh, that's pretty cool. Aw, um, oh, dude, Sam Phillips. No, 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 no. Don't ever do that again, please. <laughs> thank you for the $5 super chat with the message from the students. Well, thank you. I really do appreciate that. But no. Students, keep your money. If there's any students watching this, keep your money, please. Do not give me your money. <laughs> that is that is a no-no. <laughs> I will make I must make it officially very clear that I do not want any students sending me money. I have to officially say that. Again, I do not ask that. But thank you anyway. I really do appreciate the donation, man. <laughs> Uh, CW Trixie says, it has been so easy for Trump to troll the media that he is not trying anymore just by using a cat and laser pointer. Pretty much, man. You could say anything in 2019 and you'll offend somebody. <laughs> the fact that you can't even just say men are men. Oh my gosh, no, you can't say that. You can't say that. That's hateful. No, it's just logic. It's scientific. It's biological. Uh, Aiden Vicker says, major aside, I like that you say major aside and not just off topic. Major aside, can you imagine if the Democrats in the U.S. were offered twice in five days the chance of an earlier presidential election and turned it down twice? U.K. basically did this. That's right, they did. The U.K. is a is a cluster right now, man. I tell you. Like, first they vote to leave the union. Then the vote, like, then the leaving of the union never happens. And now you got a bunch of people like dragging their feet. It's just, oh my goodness, it's crazy. Jay Stowe says, for 2020, I'll be wearing my Picard Riker 2020 Make It So Tea for the election. Yes. Absolutely, man. See, I, I haven't checked Tennessee law yet because I still need to register because I have a lease on a car. And I tried to register to get a license up here, but it was this whole thing where because it's leased, oh my God, it was so confusing. And then I, I called the company that has the lease to try and change it, and then it never happened, and now I'm just so confused. I don't know what to do. Um, but I'm hoping that I can up here. I don't know what the rules are. I think that it's an open primary law up here, which means I can vote in uh, either primary or both primaries, I think. Um, there's not a restriction on it. But also, I need to look in to see if there's a write-in policy. Because in Louisiana, there was no write-in policy, and I was so upset because I would love to write-in candidates. I would love the ability to write in candidates because I, I have some I have some good ones I'd like to write in there. Apollo Patriot says, are you going to watch the Joker interview? It was so hilarious the guy who interviewed him. No, I, I've not seen it yet, but uh, send it my way, man. Send it, uh, DM me on Twitter if you can. Tina says, did the mystery box have a smell, flies, crawly bugs, <laughs> greenish stains? If so, I'd call the police. Yeah, again, I don't know because it wasn't sent to me. It was sent to my old house. <laughs> uh, all right, chat jumped on me. Let's right here if i can find the chats if i can find the chat where is the chat 
All right, here we go. Here we go. Didn't lose anybody. Cool. Uh, Hybron X13 says, the theater I used here was the Georgia Theater Company. Who knows? Maybe there's one similar like that in Tennessee. Truly humbled, though. Lord Harambe does exist after all miracles. <laughs> Thank the Lord Harambe. <laughs> Howard Bentho says, part of Warden Media's press release states that the writer mandates that they work with directors and producers who also seek to promote greater diversity and inclusion in our industry. How about instead you vote for people, you pick the people that are best for the job? Is that such a crazy concept? Tina says, Clownfish TV dropped a video entitled, Disney bloggers only make $3 per article. If I'm, if I'm selling my soul, I want more than $3. Seriously, Tina, holy crap, $3 an article? That's That's awful. <laughs> Tina says, I'm building a Halloween trivia horror science fiction monsters, and October will be right before I head on my cruise in November. Perfect, Tina. That's perfect timing. Alice McCarthy says, Trivia? I've been known to be a Jedi at trivia back in my back in the day. Back in my day, I was a whiz at trivia. Yeah. Uh, Tina, can you make sure we have no questions from the 1980s? <laughs> that way we can try and uh, <laughs> uh, handicap uh, Alice McCarthy a bit. <laughs> Uh, over up on DLive, Captain Peabody says, I still think it's funny the time you went to the P.O. Box and there was nothing but a key. Yeah, that's right. Vivi <laughs> uh, Tannen says, The job of the inclusion exec is to uh, maintain diversity, inclusion, compassion, and kindness. Stick with the D-I-C-K. <laughs> uh, that's why I love Cecil. Cecil's the best with that. But what should I, what should I be for Halloween? But if you want to scare people, I would recommend going as either Ryan Johnson or Kathleen Kennedy. Super Anime Gamer says, and that's the thing, too. Couldn't it be argued that the IndieWire critic or others are just interpreting Knives Out that way? Ryan Johnson could have intended it totally differently. Yes, it's very true. And that's why, in my opinion, it's not the job of the critic to interpret the message of a film, but rather to try and you know simply say, is it good or is it bad? You know? Not to try and push an agenda. Venom Broly 1993 says, uh, Manichaean was the good written story. What? Uh, Bruce says, you like the Dark Crystal, but not the new one. That sadly speaks volumes to me. I'm a big fan of the original, but I'm worried I won't like the new one. Yeah, see, uh, here's the thing, though, is that the animation from the 1980s works for the 1980s, you know? Like, that that's the technology they had back then, and so it's it's forgivable. But to see the same technology in 2019 with no major updates, like, for example, having the mouths move more realistically was just really sad for me. I mean, there's some amazing wizardry they could have done with the puppets, and they decided not to. They decided just to keep the same exact structure, which, again, I'm happy for the design choice, but, again, they, they could have done a little bit more, I think. Alice McCarthy says, Supergirl and Batwoman on the same night? Yikes. I can stomach through the woke parts of Supergirl, but Bat Thief, I don't think my stomach that much wokeness. Yeah, seriously. Even the trailers for that are just awful. Lorenzo, who says, Morbius is totally going to be a failure, not exactly a popular Spider-Man character. Uh, the Shiado says, maybe they included Last Jedi intro to film as a cautionary tale. Oh, no, that's, you're looking at things, you're looking at things through a, uh, <laughs> through two, two, uh, two rows of a glass, I would say. Oh, we got John Madden in the chat here. Uh, I'm wondering, who's all excited for MCU Phase 4? Almost all shows about B and C characters, title characters, movies, about mediocre token diversity, higher Z-list characters. Oh, I don't know. I'm John Madden. No, I hear you, man, for sure. Absolutely. It's getting ridiculous now. Hypernext 13 says, Joaquin, Joker, Odin version. You don't listen, do you? Downvoting all videos? Ashamed how I'm the ashamed I am the critic with the cynic? All I have are cynical thoughts. I know that's not the voice you were looking about you were thinking of, but that's the voice that I wanted to say. 
That's the voice that I wanted to say. Randomer Doom says, oh, and I heard SJWs want to eat human flesh now, according to the recent Tim Pool video. Oh, I saw that. So, yeah, apparently there are some people saying that it might be better for the environment if we become cannibals. <laughs> Eric Blakey says, it all started with Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah, before the election of 2016, we had Ghostbusters 2016, and then everyone went crazy. Everyone began losing their minds, as one might say. Captain Peabody over on DLive says, but if he went as Ryan or Kathleen, wouldn't that be comprising, <laughs> compromising his safety? Uh, depends on where he lives. If he, if he lives in, in a crazy state, he might be okay. Alice McCarthy says, Stone Cold on Raw. They just want more viewers and higher rating. I think I'll watch, and <laughs> I'll watch just to critique it. Can't wait for AEW in October. I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, I, I saw that he was coming on tonight and they got The Undertaker coming on SmackDown tomorrow. And I'm just like, no, you can't buy my view. Like, it's so stupid. It's like, you're obviously not getting views. You obviously know that Stone Cold can still sell more tickets than any of your top stars today. And if that doesn't tell you that there's a problem with the main show and that the main problem behind the main show is a man named Vince McMahon, then you are lost. You are truly lost. All right. Um, let's just see. Where were we in the chat? Where were we in the chat? Um, Grandmaster Yoda says, for how long do you think Hollywood will stay woke before they turn around? Gillette have got to the point where they turned and Hollywood be forced to do the same. Well, here's the difference is that Gillette was losing billions of dollars. Hollywood's still making money. But remember, the only studio in Hollywood that's still making crap tons of money is Disney. So if you want to make things turn around, stop seeing Disney movies. If you're tired of the wokeness in studios, if you're tired of the wokeness in Hollywood, one of the best ways you can do that is by boycotting Disney. There, I said it for the thousandth time. Jay Stowe says, has there been any word on the trilogy set for John Wick at all? Physical, the one I saw, Walmart was one and two physical, and three is digital, only in their set. Um, well, here's the thing, is that they very well could release a trilogy, but they're going to make more movies, right? There's going to be at least a John Wick Chapter 4. And so my guess is that they're going to make a trilogy, but I wouldn't buy it, actually, to be honest. I would wait for the full set. I mean, I'm fine where I am right now, because eventually they will release... All four or five, however many movies they make on Blu-ray, 4K, Ultimate HD, like the whole shebang with cool stuff in it. And I'll look at it then, right? But I already have all three movies. I have the first two on regular Blu-ray. I've got the third one on 4K. Uh, they're all. In, I have them all in Steelbook, which is great. I actually was able to find one later on through Steelbook. Um, and it's really cool. Uh, Amiz123, thank you for the $2 super chat. No message. Well, thank you very much for the super chat, man. I appreciate you. Uh, Alistair Carly says, you know what happens 2019 people? You know what happens 2019 people when you get offended by not everything? You know what happens? You just made the list. <laughs> yes. Gotta love my Jericho. Uh, X 13 says, had it been Mr. Krabs, he'd be asking for the money from your students. <laughs> You're right. Mr. Krabs would be like, no shame. Give, give me the money. <laughs> give me your money. <laughs> Bruce says, uh, men, 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 